I love that Blanca came up. Hey everyone, welcome to our new <laughs> gaming podcast. So, uh, so you we're know we're fast <laughs> that yeah, yeah. We're a little low. So we're uh, in the process of updating the look of the set. This and, is obviously uh, a soft launch, changing things uh, around a little bit. But uh, we are happy to say we finally come up after much arguing. We finally came up with an, uh, a name we were all happy with for the podcast. Was there arguing? Oh yeah, there's lots, there's lots of arguing, lots, of, lots of blood. Passion arguing, uh, just arguing for the sake of arguing. If I know us. It's like arguing on the internet, but face-to-face. A, nice. little, a little more well, polite. Well, before you reveal the name, I guess they already know the name. Do they no. already know? No, no, they don't know Before you reveal the name, you should like say some names of some that didn't. No, oh, no we should, don't we should, ever do that. Because do that, people, we go back. people will say, oh, I like that one better. One of the things we learned early on was, don't ever ask the audience to vote for stuff, because the people who then lose, like if we put out the names in a poll and saying, vote for the one you like, they would all hate the name that we chose. because Not if you're in Venezuela. What do you then mean? Then you win. What is because that you're in Venezuela. What does that it's a mean? dictator joke. Oh. Dictator jokes. Oh, okay. Well, luckily we have a dictator here. It's Gus. So Gus is going to tell you that. Yeah. So uh, we settled on, uh, after much thought, discussion, argument, we uh, have decided to call our new gaming podcast The Patch. We, st- we were going to call uh, Rishi the Gaming Update as like a gaming update. Wink. Barbara would love that. But then Gaming Update sounded like a news show. We don't, yeah. We're not going to be doing news. So then we're like, Instead, we'll be well, taking news and miss. Framing it so it's not news at all, yeah. but hearsay. We also already have the weekly also, update. Now we can, uh, instead of a link dump, we can have patch notes, <laughs> which I think is like it's totally worth it. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Or we can distribute uh, our link dump via a readme file, like a readme.txt file. Yeah, feels really weird to be this close to you. Does it? Yeah. I like this table. Karen yeah, I like this, good job this finding good it. Good table. It's good for gaming. We actually emulated this after the uh, impromptu set that we made. For the remote podcast we did in San Marcos for the Gauntlet, mm-hmm. everyone seemed to really like that format a lot. Yeah, and this this table is actually three D printed from. It is, isn't it? No, no, it is. No, it, is it is. It is. It, it, this is authentic wood and metal. Yeah, that's uh, good that you can print. Also, wood, Gavin cut his hair, so apparently that's what everyone wants to talk about. Oh uh, yeah, um, my head shaved. You want to talk about it? Yeah. I'm dude. I'm, it's been a long. <laughs> the zoom in. I, I, <laughs> I look like a. I look ill. He walked out of the you know studio. What, you know what I like about your hair? Is I've noticed this is that you have like reflections. Look straight at the camera. You have reflections that like ring your hair here, like just the way your head is shaped. It's like an inbuilt halo. Yeah, you do. You have a built-in halo now that your head is shaved. I like it. I noticed it when you first walked up. You noticed my hair? No, I noticed your ring. Oh, yeah. that, you, that you get like <clears throat> a reflection around. Yeah, your head. It's all, I, I did a thing with Jeff where we shaved my head and stuck it to his face, and then he shaved his beard, and we stuck that to my head. We just swapped hair. So. Yeah, like people do. <laughs> just like, I swear you've done that before. You, you, we've never done that before. We were, we're just, just talking about, about it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought you did that. No, before. I shaved half my beard before. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> you've done it all. <laughs> well, it's not a gaming thing, but it's relevant yeah, to based on what to you're talking about. Just to stop talking about my uh, hair. Have you ever seen the video of the guy who shaved his own head, then made that his own hair into a wig, and wore that, and then in the middle of conversations with people, he'd go, what is that? And they'd turn, and he'd pull off his own hair. Like, why? I don't understand why he would need to pull his own hair off. Why couldn't he just be bald with a wig doing that? Well, I think that's what makes it funny. Why couldn't you just shave your head and put f- fake hair on ha- your head? Because it's funnier. It's funnier to use your own hair for a wig. This is so but funny even if that. you're using your own hair, it's still probably going to read as a wig, though, right? No. It, it definitely oh, yeah. did. Yeah. It definitely yeah. did. Because it's not, it's not a color or texture thing that's selling it. It's yeah. the it, attached to the body thing. It's not in, that I'm one to talk. In order to get ready for the podcast today, Bernie and I... In- what the fuck was that? <laughs> that's, his, that's his text message tone. I'm going to make sure. Nope, mine wasn't turned off either. But that was Gavin, not me. Bernie and I independently went and got haircuts today to look good for, uh, we did. for the podcast. How you, let me see. What's, who wins the haircut war? Yours looks kind of... Yours looks tidy, 
Bernie's looks tiny. Yours, no, yours looks like you need a haircut. Gus looks like he needs a haircut. <laughs> your, both of your hair, it, they look good because they're both like sort of pre-shaped. <laughs> it's like a helmet. I mean, they look, yeah, they look pre-shaped. What, did we lose you? What happened? Do we need to restart You're Bernie? Just pausing. I, was gonna, right. I wanted to get people with a clean evaluation. So I know why you guys did that, though, this weekend. Why you guys must have gotten bored and cut your hair and cut your beard. It's hot. It, well, it's hot, and it's also, it was Memorial Day weekend, and I don't know about you guys, but it rained at my house the entire weekend, except for Monday. Did it? You guys weren't rained in the entire time? Oh, yeah, I was. Oh, I guess maybe. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it rained like crazy. So yeah, you know, I don't we, know, I remember what I did. What do you, so what did you do? Did you end up staying in playing anything? Because I did. I, I had a kind of a weird thing uh, happen. What's that? Well, they're right down the road from me, there is a board game shop, which is Those like... cool. Yeah, but they always seem like kind of business. It's like when you go in, you like immediately feel sorry for the people because you're like, I understand why you made this business, but not everybody's like you and your friends. Not everybody's going out and buying board games at a specialized board game shop. Board so games are games, Brandon. What is he saying? He's like, talk about games. This isn't the, regu- this isn't the regular podcast. We're talking podcast. about board games, We're jackass. We're fucking segwayed. Yeah, we're a fucking cunt. I'm Sorry. just I'm just glad that something like that can actually stay in business now. So, like to me, it's like, oh, you're still in business. Thank God. So, Thank God, you're still in business. All, all they do is board games. Did you buy a board game? I did. We so uh, we bought Munchkin, which I always see people play at cons. Okay. Card game. Uh, card game. And then I also so they, already they're not supporting just board games. Fucking branched out. Right. They're like they're, they already left left their uh, integrity at the door. Uh, and then I played a game called Dungeon. Which is like a board game version of Dungeons and Dragons. I sent a picture to Chris if you guys want to put it up, Brandon. It is, you I know, think it's I've, a board game. I think but I've played that. Maybe if we put a board game on a video screen, then Brandon, it becomes a video <laughs> game. So this is like the best picture I could find of it. This is actually on the Wizards of the so Coast So it's an actual website. Dungeons and Dragons game. It is actually Wizards of the Coast. Uh, you might, Gus, I'll show this to you. When I went to look up the photo today to provide to the guys the podcast, it's actually a game from way back in the day. And you might actually remember seeing it places... Before, I'm going to pull up the original cover for the game. Dungeon. That looks vaguely familiar. Have you ever seen... I've, I'm, it seems like I've seen that game before, too. And it was TSR made it back in the day. So mm-hmm. it's basically just a dumbed-down versions of Dungeons & Dragons, where you just, like... You basically go through a dungeon, uh, you go into different rooms, and then you pull cards and kill stuff based on your character. When you say you pull cards, like, what do you mean? Like, items or loot or monsters or... Uh, you go into a room... You can only move five spaces at a time. So that's, you don't even roll dice for that. Do you, so if, you you don't don't, if you don't move an action, if you don't execute an action, can you move ten? This is going to take a long time to explain all this. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we got so, an hour. We got fifty-five minutes. <laughs> so you go into a room. You depending on what level of the dungeon you're in, you pull a level card based on that monster. And I, you would have probably have issue with some of the lower level monsters. Like, why are they not higher up? Let's do a let's play. What? That's a, a good dungeon? I, that's a good yeah, idea, actually. Do it. Do it. Like, board game? You, you play board games, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, but, uh, do you play board games at all? How long does it take No, to- Joe, I don't play board <laughs> games. I don't know why we had this conversation about well, playing board games. Like, when you describe walking into the shop, you're like, I've never seen these before. <laughs> no, I will, I will I'll, I'll play. Like, what, what's your favorite board game? Um, and, and, and when's the last time you played one? Before, I, uh, well, before with, this week, With JD, my kiddo, we, we bought a Halo version of Risk. Okay. Which I thought was just going to be Risk... With different pieces, it's not. It's is a totally it? different game. Oh, different right. rules. Yeah, it's well, different seems, rules. That seems like it shouldn't be yeah. title risk. Then. Like it has, it's like they're just brand demanding. I, I think you're right. I mean, it's like they should have just come up with a different name for it. But <laughs> like, not like, risk. When they have like Monopoly with Simpsons, it's not a different. It's rules, the same game. It's just right? reskinned yeah. essentially. Right. You know that um, the, 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 the game is to play for 25 years. By the way, the correct answer to favorite board game has to be Axis and Allies. I was going to say Axis and Allies, but you know what? I've never played it. I've only seen other people play it for four days in a row, and yeah. I felt bad for them. Yeah, I, w- I would suggest that for a let's Shogun. play. Shogun. Oh, God, that takes forever. Shogun's good. Yeah, Shogun's good. It's the same thing. Great game last week. Yeah. 
Remember uh, Sailors of Catan? That's mm-hmm. a good game, right? Have you ever played... Uh, I've only played that digitally. The board game oh, digitally. There's yeah. a game, uh, a board game called Diplomacy. Have you ever played that? No. It's, it's a game, it's, it's similar to Risk in that there's a world map you have to try to conquer, but it's different in that your army is represented by one token. And if an enemy's token is in a piece of land, you cannot occupy it. So you, there's a round that's specifically dedicated to making deals with other players. We're like, okay, this is how I'm going to move my pieces, this is how you're going to move your pieces. Then everyone moves at once, but if someone can fuck you by not moving, then all of a sudden your pieces can't move correctly, and then you're screwed, like you're hemmed in, and like everything you want to do didn't work. So it's a lot of talking and backstabbing. That sounds awesome. There's a lot of that in, uh, in Munchkin, too, because when you play, you can have a... Uh you can have a, um, a thing where people can help you play, but you, or you just go, nah, I'm not going to help you this time. Mm-hmm. Or you have like certain races or classes that you can get for your, like your hand, basically, for your character. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. And I didn't know this. Uh, Munchkin is made by uh, Steve Jackson Games. Yes. That's like a classic board game company, and they're based here in Austin. Yeah, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be at uh, RTX. Are they oh, going to be awesome. at RTX? Yeah, that makes there. me happy. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. You know, they actually ran an ISP <laughs> in Austin for a little while. It was uh, IO, right? IO.com. Mm-hmm. It's old school if you IO.com. Are they bought by anyone? They still operate, right? Let's find out. There's also what did it stand for? Say, did it stand for uh, Illuminati, Illuminati Online? Online. Yeah. yeah. There's a... Uh, uh, but they, they also make a... Not Steve Jackson Games, but somebody makes... No, it's gone. They also make a uh, Civilization board game. If you're one oh, of I've played games. Civilization as a board game. Have you really? Yep. God. I think I played Civilization as a board game before... No, no. I played the computer version first. But then I went back and played it. Ochre, man. The Civilization board game is all about fucking ochre. You, you all haven't played it. You don't know what I'm talking about. Ochre? What is ochre? ochre? Is that like okra? No. Well, it's like, like the grain. Vegetable. You fucking control ochre, you control the world. Fair enough. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a base entry-level entry level, uh, item. What was, the, uh, what was the old school Nintendo game that was like Civilization? It was Asian. It was like Shogun Dynasty or something like that? And it was all about rice. Like, hearing you say that and reminding people saying, like, oh, I used to this is, so you're, much you're not. Game. <laughs> you're not going to, like, start making fun of people's uncles now. No, <laughs> no, no. That's it. I just, I, I got to the limit of my, uh, of my racist possibilities there. Now, Shogun was great. That's how you learned about Koku. Yep. I can't, I can't imagine a board game Let's Play where we could be able to pull that off, but I'm willing to try it. What, yeah. you're just going to stick GoPros to everyone's head and, like, like <laughs> you're get, like, an over, you get like, an overhead <laughs> shot going down yeah. on the, onto the board. Well, and then, yeah, yeah I think, like, Helmets with GoPros. I mean, it would really be called watch four people get drunk while they yeah. try and play a board game. We should have GoPros attached into, which to the be... beer bottles as well. That, that's a good time. idea. Let's just put GoPros on everything. We should, we should try, put GoPros we should on everything. We should have built in to every, every <laughs> item you buy now. <laughs> on every chess piece. <laughs> which is, you're from London. See, that's what they do there. Everything has a They game. observe yeah, everything. It's true. It's yeah. worse. It's worse. Do you have a favorite board game? Do you play board games at all? Or is this like a generational thing? I play board games that I just got no enjoyment out. Like, Operation is bullshit. Has anyone ever been good That's like a little kid's game. That's different than a board game. Is that really? It's a board game? Yeah, it's but probably it's, like 12 it's not like we'd be like, ooh, let's bust out the Operation. You know, <laughs> like, I, would, I hungry, saw hungry, 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 hungry. the other day but, when people doing a but, drinking version yeah, of that. I, I would okay. play Operation if it hurt you. Like, if when it buzzed... Well, that's like we get it, like a taser. We can yeah. do it like... We let's do modify taser. an Operation game. We'll play the crap out of it. And then, Just and get, get giant car batteries attached oh, to it. Oh, you're thinking something. I am. That sounds like a great idea, actually. <laughs> yeah, and get tasers and shock people. And well, it's just really... Or just really... run the current, like, instead of feeding it through batteries, just plug it into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then strip the insulation off of the tweezers so that when the contact is made, it runs up and it's Or just, like, put electrodes on your it head. Sounds like you'd have to... makes that contact. Ryan can work that out. God... He made that little... He made my desk he annoy made me. buzzing desk. Has yeah. that come out yet, that video? No, they were talking about it today. I think they're getting the footage together. Oh, okay. Because it, okay. it was recorded on so many different things. Yeah, uh, Ryan <coughs> constructed a contraption all on his own with a circuit board and resistors 
just to annoy Gavin. Yeah. And it worked flawlessly. Wow. That's, 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 that's amazing. Good. Apparently, Penny Arcade did a D&D playthrough, people are saying. So, they made it work. We well, can do it. Geek and Sundry uh, has a tabletop... Uh, I think it's called Tabletop. Um, they have a, a, a board game show that they do where people oh. just play board games. And there goes someone mentioning it. All right, Will Wheaton. Yeah, it's Will Wheaton show on Geek and Sundry Tabletop. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll watch an episode of that. And, so uh, we'll just cherry, we'll just cherry pick their best idea. And yeah. how, how about that? Yeah, we absolutely should do that. I'm, I'm uh, cutting together another Let's Play that we recorded. Hopefully, it'll come out this week. So to me, if you get a group of people together and you're drinking and playing a board game, that is a different level of fun than getting drunk and playing. Games. Well, it's different. You got people together and you're drinking. It's true. It's a different. It, well, it's it's different. It's like you're more engaged in the other people than I you are. I played Drunk Trouble. Drunk, drunk Trouble. It's called Trouble. Drunk Trouble. I played Trouble in years. I can't remember the rules. Of I it. didn't know it was called Trouble because I think I played a game. A in in of the UK, it's called Problems. It was called Frustration. <laughs> 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 it's called How Rude. It's the game where you have like the clicker and the dice is in a little dome, yeah. so you can't lose it. This is like. This is, which is a great yeah. idea. We have. We have. <laughs> it's called Things Are a Bit Dicey. <laughs> But yeah, you can add all kinds of rules. Like if your finger slips off the dome and you don't press it properly, you got chug. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love and it. that happens constantly after you've had a few. I yeah. bet. Uh. Are you allowed to like click with your palm or do you have to use a finger? No, Dude, you'll you miss with your palm as well. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> are you drunk enough? Jeez. You gotta enforce a one finger rule though. There's trouble. Hey, oh, there it trouble. is. Boy, they pulled that That's, like the, that's, that's impressive. Tr- that's the travel out. version of trouble. It looks like the political version. I want them to get up faces a, on it. I want to see a frustration. That, that's also the... What is that? There's like faces on that or something. It's weird. A parody version of Trouble. You just furthered someone's political agenda by selecting that. Boy, Brandon's Johnny on the spot today. Johnny, yeah, that was that was impressive. Brandon and Chris with the uh, photos. That's pretty fast. Let's talk about Jenny McCarthy. Now, Shogun. Shogun. This weekend, or actually just the other day, I finally finished Gears of War Judgment. Yeah, how's that? It's really fun. Is uh, it Gears of War 4, basically? Is no. It well, one, the it's title? essentially Series? the thing where it's a prequel. It tells It's the story of, like, Baird, essentially. Okay. So, like, before Gameplay ostensibly the same? It's essentially the same, but the level design is much better. The levels are much shorter, so it's like you can play a level in six or seven minutes. You know, That's awesome. And then it's like, done, next, next, next. It's a lot more. Uh, the game paces a lot quicker. Uh, but when you're done with it, one thing I didn't know about it is that <clears throat> once you're done with the campaign for Judgment, there's another campaign on the disc called Aftermath. That's like a parallel story from Gears of War 3. That's cool. So, uh, like in Gears of War 3, at one point, Marcus Phoenix tells Baird and Cole to go get reinforcements in right. a ship. So right. you play as them going to get reinforcements in the ship. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and it's, it's, what's amazing that the gameplay is so different between the two. Like, I played through all of Aftermath. I was like, this is great. Short levels. You start playing... I'm sorry, Judgment, short levels. So you play Aftermath. It's like, wow, this is what Gears of War was like. It's like a lot longer. Well, if you go through and you fail that mission, does it then take away all your achievements from the previous game? <laughs> no. Is there a, do you ever play the point from the first game where they just skipped a lot of it and then you're on a train? <laughs> no. You don't get to play what happened in between those no, two. Okay. Still, the lost still chapters a mystery. of Gears of War 1. <laughs> but uh, it, 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 and yeah, it's 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 really good. I've enjoyed uh, Judgment from what I've played way more than all the other ones. Yeah, and I really like the, the other yeah, ones. Yeah, I haven't played any uh, multiplayer stuff though. I want to try that it, out. It's weird because to me, the last Gears of War, all my enjoyment was multiplayer. Yeah, like I, really? I'm slowly slipping into that where multiplayer is kind of becoming uh, the main thing for me now. One of the people who you go multiplayer first in games. 
I don't know if I'm ready to say that. That's that's a big commitment right there. Those people are weird. They are like, they're, they're weird, right? right? Yeah, like I, weird. I talked to them. It's like what? what? That's yeah. I, know, I know a girl like Lene. She was one of the frag dolls. She was like, I don't even play the single player campaign at all. It's like, how can you not play? She's like an expert. She's like one of the top ranked yeah, people in the world. People, never played the single. A lot player. of people rack up hundreds of hours in multiplayer and they play like the first level of campaign and just go back I, to multiplayer. Actually, <laughs> like in Halo, you can go through someone's service record and see when they finish the game. And I'm always surprised at how few people have actually finished the campaign. I always finish campaign before I, I jump into multiplayer. I'm the same yeah. way. That's and you're the same way, too? Yeah, yeah. Especially, well, yeah. with games I really care about. Halo, yeah. absolutely. Well, because the storyline is important, right? Yeah. I feel like I just, like, I did the same thing with Mass Effect 3, which is not, like, not, like, a multiplayer game traditionally, but it's like, I didn't even touch the multiplayer. I knew I had to cut through, like, 40 hours of gameplay before I could even look at it or think about it. That's where I slowly started to make the switch, because it's like, I just didn't have time to fit in the full single player on, on Mass Effect 3, and all my friends were like, oh, you have to play, you have to play, you have to play, and they chipped away at me, and I finally just started, like, playing. And then once I started playing, I was like, this is fantastic. Mm, and then, really like, fun. I never got an opportunity to go back and play the single player until the end. Yeah, in fact, I, I find it weird when games... I don't find it weird when a game is single player only and has no multiplayer component, like Bioshock. doesn't totally bug fine. me at all. Yeah. But if a game is multiplayer only, that's just weird to me. I don't know what it is. Like, well, uh, I'm trying to think of a game that was multiplayer only, like Shadowrun, Shadowrun. I guess? Shadowrun, yeah. I, I love Shadowrun. Shadowrun. It was I a good game, Shadowrun. but it's yeah. weird there was no campaign. Left 4 Dead, right? To me. Yeah, Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead, there's no campaign. But like, you don't think of it that way. Yeah, just but, like a, yeah I guess. Yeah. I mean, Could Shadowrun, could you play against PC players on the Xbox, or was it just Xbox to Xbox and PC to PC? I think it was just Xbox to Xbox and PC. Is there a in Shadowrun? Shadowrun? Yeah. You know, Shadowrun was cross-platform. Oh, was it cross-platform? I think it was the first game that was cross-platform. How did that work out? Because I, I don't think I've ever played a cross-platform multiplayer game. Uh, I, I, I never saw any issue with it. Mm. I played that game a ton, and I never ran into any issues, so it must have been fine. If there were PC players in there, there must have been. Yeah, I think the audience is agreeing is primarily that everyone plays single-player and then plays multiplayer. But, but do this. Go, in your, when you, <clears throat> go online next time you play Halo. Go into people who are in your party and look at their service record. You'll see how many people have not completed the campaign. It's pretty startling sometimes. And it's one of those things I never... I, I need to do that more. Like, I never go into other people's profiles and look around. I'm really... I'm really I just snoopy. never do it. Yeah, like, That's I'm, good. Like in, do you do in, that a lot? Yeah, and Haley, I'm constantly doing that. I never do it. There are some people like that, as soon as the game loads, like, even before it loads the main screen, like, when the people are out of the party... You could in Halo Two and Halo Three. You could go through and kind of snoop before, mm-hmm. and they would always know who's in it before the thing even loaded. Like it's a good thing because yeah. like, I don't care I, that much. I think it's like a it's a motivator for sure to make you want to play. You know, mm-hmm. I think, but I don't I don't look that much or whatever. But like the main motivator to me is like seeing someone else doing something in Minecraft. It's like well now I have to go play Minecraft. Mm. What was your, what was your most tense game in a video game? Like multiplayer style. My most tense multiplayer moment? Yeah. Like, I, I always think of Capture the Flag in Halo 1 as being I like think my super most tense, tense multiplayer moment, I think, was playing New Super Mario Bros. with you, like, yeah. years ago. We've got to do a Let's Play on that. We got physical. We got into a <laughs> the, fight. The DS one is what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. The one where you could connect wirelessly. Yeah, we would play that on a plane, and we'd be sitting there, and Jason, I remember in particular, we'd be playing. We're on a plane, waiting for them to tell us to turn off our electronic devices, just on a plane, people get ready. All of a sudden, Jason, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> just like yell out loud at the top of his lungs, shit! And I was like, oh my god! So I just closed. See, that would make me nervous. Yeah, yeah that would make me nervous to do that. I forget. I think we were going to one of the original Paxes when he was doing that. It is yeah. impossible to sit still while you're playing. You see yeah, Mario absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I think that that would, that would that would probably have to be it. A surprising one for me is Splinter Cell Double Agent. From 2006. Well, that's a great. The AI in that game is the most terrifying AI because they're so good. 
like because it's three agents basically against three AI if you're not playing against three other people, and you have to hack terminals. And it's just I I don't think anyone has played it. I I discovered it by accident with Dan, and we played the crap out of it. I got gold in every single mission, but it's amazingly fun. I'm, I'm great game. Did you play that? I'm looking forward to. Uh, they're bringing back spies or mercs versus spies in the new uh, Splinter Cell game, which I don't think they've had in the Splinter Cell game since Chaos Theory. Oh, really? Yeah, so and that, that was those were some other games that I really enjoyed on the original Xbox. See, I I, I played that game, uh, but I just perused through it, so I put everything on like the easiest level, mm. and I had no problem with the AI. So it's, that's interesting. Like, yeah, if you actually put the AI up. if you want to get gold. And, and you have a friend who and really cares, like, and you're ready to put your relationship to the absolute test. Really fun. But there was a lot of yelling, <laughs> and a lot of stupid idiot. That's and, awesome. Yeah. I always like the, uh, we talked about it before on the main podcast, uh, Graw 2. Mm. And that was the one where when you play with people on live, the way when somebody in your party dies, <laughs> the way it indicates that to the rest of the party is, it just cuts off your mic. That's it. So you're all like, I'm moving up. Joel, you moving up? Joel? Joel, you moving up? Joel? And he's not there. It's like, and he's in a room, and you'd be in a room with a bunch of all the other dead people. So then what you hear is, like, we'd have great moments, like, with Gus when I play, and I'd be, and we played with Dan back then. I have videos of yeah. us playing with Dan. Very and uh, Dan. I'd say, like, oh, there's a tank, but it doesn't see me. No way to think, and then gone. It's like, and then when you're in the chat room, when you're in the chat room with all the dead people, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't think they're going to finish the level. What's going to happen? All this, and all of a sudden, somebody comes in, tank is going to, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's like you instantly, the moment you die, you go into the dead room. It is, it's one of the best mechanics. And that also has the best realization of when you're the last dude. It's, the, it's one of the scariest things. When you, when you hear everyone, like, scuffling in the grass behind you, and then two minutes later, you're like, all right, guys, who's... <laughs> you go back and just, like corpse is splattered. It's like, oh god! But you do those moments where you're crouching by a silo and you're like, Gus, Gus, <laughs> Gavin, anybody? And then you start doing it to to mess with people, and you just pause and you're like, it's like a mind. Hey, what's up? What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, then you know everybody is watching you too at that point in time because you're like the last guy to finish the map. Some of those rounds they last sixty minutes. Yeah. In fact, it was there's the hour-long Defender yeah. one. Yeah, there's an hour-long Defender one. I, I, I get the feeling that a lot of these older, early 360 games had much more intense... They, might, they weren't necessarily the best multiplayer experiences because they were kind of clunky, but definitely the most intense. I don't think I've had as tense games as in, like, Graw and Splinter Cell and all that stuff. Well, you might be jaded, too, unfortunately. That well, because I'm just... Because now you're used to games so much. Yeah. 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 It's one of those you-can't-go-home-again <clears throat> things. You know, okay, so here's what I was doing. I went to GameStop this weekend, and I asked them to give me a printout for all the games they have for set for release dates uh, for 2013. And they don't have anything for the One, and they don't have anything for the PS4, but they gave me the Wii U, the PlayStation 3, the 360, and the 3DS. Which list is the longest? So the longest is barely is the uh, PlayStation 4 is, a you know, it's about... PlayStation 3? Uh, yeah, sorry, PlayStation 3. It's about 10 titles longer than... Uh, than the Xbox 360 one. But there's a lot of these 2014 ones that are listed at, like, January 1st, 2014. Yeah. I guess that just means announced, but no release date right. set. The scary thing is the Wii U uh, one, because the Wii U one is, like, one, ha- one third of their titles are like that. They're, like, release date. And I don't know if you can see the list, but it's this big. It's not very long. It's probably, what, 15, 16 titles long on That's here? pretty short. Yeah. Yeah, like I printed out titles that are going to be released in the next two weeks, and now that I'm looking at it, you mentioned that I don't. There's not a single Wii U title on here. I don't know if I didn't get the Wii U list, or there just aren't any Wii U titles coming out over the next two weeks. I bought a Wii U at launch, and I can tell you that I have been back to the. Here you go. I've been back to the game stores, Best Buy, GameStop, and I've looked on the shelves. There's 
It's been the same group of titles the entire time that the t- console's been out. Yeah, the next Wii U release, according to this, is not until June 23rd, and then after that, there's nothing. There's two titles in July. And what is the one on June 23rd? Game and Wario SD. Did you get the, the, the Wii U for mainly because your kids? No, I got it just because it's a console. But you get, yeah. yeah, you get. I mean, were you sort of in your mind planning? I'm going to spend a lot of time. I mean, no, I literally, you know, I literally bought the Wii U because. Um, this is going to sound weird. Tycho in Seattle did a tweet saying, I was just in the, I don't know, like the Bellevue Target, and they had Wii U's. And I said, well, I'm across the street from a Target. I wonder if our Target here in Austin has them. I went across the street. They had three Wii U's in stock. And so it was right before Christmas. And that's back when there was a big rush, right? But the, that, that big rush never came. I was reacting as though there was a big rush, yeah. but I never saw a point in time when Wii U's were not on the shelf. Yeah. Huh. Even right at Christmas time. God, because it seemed like every time you're looking, it was like, ah, oh, you can't get one. The Wii, oh, the, 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 the Wii and the media. Yeah. The Wii was definitely like that. The Wii was yeah. like, I think it was like six or seven months yeah. where you couldn't get your hands on a Wii. That was crazy. Because people were scarred. But- what do you mean? I was scarred. I definitely I bought a white one, which is the lower end version, instead of waiting for the black version to show up. But I, I, you guys have played Mario on the Wii. Oh, yeah. It's really fun. It's fun. And then you guys ever played Nintendo Land at all? We haven't played that yet. God, you guys would love that. Is there a, a Wii U equivalent of like Mario sixty four, like that kind of Mario three D world like style game? I don't no. think Does that so, exist? No. Right, here, let's let's do this. Here's all the Wii U titles coming out. In June, we have Game and Wario SD. I'm not sure what SD stands for. Uh, then in July, we have the Smurfs and Turbo Super Stunt Squad. I don't know what that is. Uh, in August, there's Pikmin, Disney Planes, Disney Infinity, Splinter Cell Blacklist. In September, Rayman Legends. In October, Batman Arkham Origins, Assassin's Creed 4, Lego Marvel Super Heroes. That's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait to play that. I'm going to do, tonight, I think I'm going to record with my kid, JD. We're going to record an achievement guide for uh, Lego Lord of the Rings one. Nice. Yeah, it's a, we have to get through Mines of Moria in 15 <laughs> minutes or less. Uh, then Watch Dogs is coming out in November um, for the Wii U. Then Scribble Knots in December. So in, in November and December, the only holiday, <clears throat> holiday games they have listed here are Watch Dogs and Scribble Knots Unmasked. And we may, I doubt they'll release, at E3, I doubt they'll have any like big blockbusters that they're going to announce for holiday release this year, right? They might know. have What's stuff left to they release gotta put for next out. year. Also listed here, but with no official release date, just as January 2014, Wind Waker, We Fit You, Bayonetta 2, The Wonderful 101, a Pac-Man game. That actually sounds pretty cool. And then Wii U Party. I don't know if that's Mario Party, but it sounds like it. Um, that could be a lot of fun. The asynchronous gameplay on the Wii U is a blast, and it's a shame the way that nobody seems to be making titles for it. When is E3? Is E3 in two weeks at this point? It's week and a half. All right. So I guess next week we should maybe do E3 predictions. Okay. And uh, we, should do, we should do like uh, those gaming news sites do and develop an E3 bingo card. Bingo. <laughs> Miles did that for the uh, Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, the, what did he call it? Reveal. Reveal. Yeah, he did that. Oh, that's he won. awesome. Yeah, he won. He was playing bingo. Nice. Uh, he won <laughs> on Guy with a Cute Accent, and it was the Australian dude who came up. And talk, <laughs> was he Australian? I don't know. He talked about uh, sports. Um, so... Minecraft is getting a, a retail release. What? On the 360, June 4th. So does that mean a, a thousand points of achievements, or is it going to be the same? It's the same game, just... It's just, you it's buy it. in a box on a disc now, instead of a downloadable game. But they, they have that. I mean, I've seen boxes at GameStop that say Minecraft. The, for the Xbox 360? For, maybe, maybe not for the 360. Yeah, I mean, that says here, pre-order, June 4th. There are box versions of Minecraft out there, the PC version, and they're really, really rare. Really? Yeah. I've seen uh, sometimes at stores. I see like um, 
like they look like gift cards. You can buy like the checkout line. It's like Minecraft, fifteen dollars. You buy it and it's just like a code, and you go log in, create an account, and download the game. Yeah, so it's weird to me that <clears throat> after such a successful digital launch, <laughs> that now they're years later getting a, a physical out release. To those few offliners. When did Minecraft for the three sixty come out? May last year. Yeah, so. Over a year, mm-hmm. 13 months. Yeah. Minecraft is just built for a collector's edition, too, because you could just make a block. That's what you get. Oh, yeah. You know? That'd or be something a like great that. idea. Yeah, the, the physical release is only 20 bucks. I have a pretty rare. I have a pretty rare. Uh, anybody can hand it to me. But I have a really pretty rare Minecraft item down here. It's uh, a wind up creeper. Um, is that rare? Yeah, they, they were given at the certain level of the Kickstarter, the Minecraft Kickstarter. Oh, oh that's awesome. Um, and so I got this one for the thing that we did. Let me see. That's pre wound. Oh, yeah, it's pre wound. I don't know if you can see him. I didn't realize they had a Kickstarter. What's that? I didn't realize they even had a Kickstarter. Oh, it was the Kickstarter for their uh, documentary. Oh, right. Okay. No, about the, the Mojang story. That was a good documentary. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, I thought it turned out well. That was the guy <laughs> from... That's uh, uh, always headed towards me. I know. They're always headed towards me. It's going to blow up my laptop. That was the guys from Two Player Productions. They did the first season of the uh, Penny PRTV. Arcade. Yeah, Penny Arcade reality series. And then they went on they covered... Um, uh, Mojang, and then they did Double Fine too. Mm-hmm. So, so over the next two weeks, you know, looking at this list, I already own the three six. Mm-hmm. I already own. I'm sorry, Minecraft. The two titles I'm most excited about are uh, Animal Crossing: New Leaf on the three DS. I have it right here that you would be excited by that. And uh, The Last of Us on the PS3 is finally coming out June 14th. Okay, couple weird things. Um, did you know somebody launched a live action web series based on Last of Us? So somebody, ba- somebody launched a live-action web series. Like unofficial? A fan series. It says it's called a tribute series to Last of Us. But it's a web series based on a video game before the game even comes out. Yeah. I mean, th- I guess there's people that are really wrapped up in this Last of Us deal. Or like, how do they even know what it's about, really, <clears throat> or the story? No, I'm telling you, there's people that's really wrapped up in it. Like, I saw a post on Reddit that talked about two of the characters... And it said, here's, who the, who's, here's how they're going to look a few years into the apocalypse. And then they were Zoe and Bill. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know who the characters are. Apparently there's a character named Joel in Last of Us, by the way. Um, and it's a big deal that he has Have we a seen footage wispy beard. Yeah. Wispy. I saw it at, uh, at PAX East, even. They had, uh, they had it uh, so you could play it oh. hands-on. Is it good? Does he die yeah. of alcoholism? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that he how you're going to get he was bankrupt and then dies of alcoholism. He's way, he can't run away from the zombies because he's weighed down with pockets full of gold during the apocalypse, <laughs> swearing it's going to be worth something. Um, but uh, yeah, I want to find this thing here, this, uh, this web series. And then the other thing while we're on the topic of E3, Nintendo just announced now, uh, I'll just read the headline here, this is from Kotaku, Nintendo rewrites rules of E3, letting the public play at Best Buy. So whatever they're going to be doing at E3, they're going to have it satellite all over the country uh, apparently in Best Buy. Wait, 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 wait. What does that mean? People are going to be able to play. So, so Nintendo will make several. This is from Kotaku. N- Nintendo will make several of their unreleased Wii U games playable at more than 100 Best Buy locations during the week of E3, according to Nintendo of America President Reggie Filzami. A so, hundred. Wow. A hundred's a lot of locations. That's a lot. That's I mean, there's what? Crazy. Thirty major crazy. U.S. cities. It, so. se- it seems like a, not a bad idea. I mean, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, I mean, I mean, until those discs walk off and end up on eBay. Yeah, well, that's the one downside. But it's just sort of like I, I don't know. It's a funny thing. Like a lot of the games that I know that I want to buy, I already know that I want to buy them. But I'm sure there's well, a lot of people that. That's here, here, here's, here's the deal. It's like 
these big companies invest in these booths and these experiences at trade shows, and and, they, and it's very controlled environment. Yeah. Once you put it out in the wild, who knows? Like, is it going to be by the fucking bathroom at Best Buy? Is the the system not going to work? Is it going to be a negative experience for the user? That's a good playing that's the a game. Good point. Yeah, it's that's not a, really a controlled environment. I, I don't think it's a good idea. Really, really, I mean, they control the retail space pretty well. I mean, you know, to the point where they charge people to be like on the end cap and all that. I mean. The retail experience is pretty regimented. Yeah, but I mean, no offense to the Best Buy by my house. I go there all the time to buy no, games. No. That, that, that game department the- sucks. Oh, that is the worst Best Buy ever. The one <laughs> on the, the east one, side? The one at Mueller? Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It is terrible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a smaller Best Buy. It's, it's like in the corner. So, like, a, a lot, some of the, the cases for the games have like handwritten like, pieces of paper with game titles on them. And then the they, they never have anything. Yeah, anymore. you go and you ask for something. Like, no, we don't have that. I, it's funny. They have every game there that you don't want. So yeah. now, but nothing that you want. Oh, it's you want amazing. to you want to use copy of Little Big Planet? We got that. We got that. Yeah. We don't have a cover for it, but it's over <laughs> no, here. No, yeah. <laughs> it fell off the back of a truck. You know, I gotta say, I gotta bring it up again. I harp on this all the time, but it always amazes me. The, the GameStop used games industry is essentially worth billions of dollars a year. Then they post like four billion dollars in one quarter mm-hmm. for used games. Quarter, yeah. For used games, it's it's mm-hmm. enormous. It's yeah. a lot of money, and it always bothers the shit out of me that. It's it's a multi-billion-dollar industry, and that shitty label they have for the cases of the used games. It looks like some guy who works at the GameStop cash register made it in his spare time. Are you talking about like, like the, 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 the cartoon people? What is like that? Fighting over control of that thing? Yeah, yeah, that thing's terrible. It's so I, bad. I, I never realized that that was like a company-wide thing. I always thought that was individual to the store, but now that you say that, it's at every store. Yeah, and it's like some shitty cartoon drawing, that, like some kid's nephew or some one of the employees' nephews made. <laughs> It's like he's like really good with Photoshop, so they like put it in the case. Not even. It's like he fucking drew it on a napkin and they scanned it in. It really, it really is terrible. It's like, and it always bothers me. It's like, why not just make like the GameStop label on there or anything? Make yeah. it anything at all. Or you know, you're making so much money from it. Print the goddamn you know cover for the game. You Might know? be a rights issue with that though, right? Oh, okay. maybe yeah. And it, even if it is, God for God's sakes, just make good. Somebody who's got a picture of one of those things tweeted to me because I can't seem to find it online. <clears> but uh, they're all the same in every yeah, game I place. I haven't seen what you're talking about. Oh, the fact that you nice only seen it once. It's so terrible. <laughs> um, it an impression upon you. <laughs> so I think that, you know, right now I own a uh, one 3DS, but I think when Animal Crossing comes look, out, look I'm going to go ahead... Navigating the internet? <laughs> I'm going to buy a second 3DS just so that I can play uh, Animal Crossing with my wife. And we can, uh, we can meet each other's towns. <sighs> I, did anyone else here ever play Animal Crossing? Was yeah. anyone else ever into that? I actually can't wait for it. I know Jeff played it um, with his ex-wife. He played it a bunch. Sarah. Um, um, he, uh, he, they used to play Animal Crossing all the goddamn time. All the fucking time. And I never understood the game. They were to the point where they were getting like fish. Spread- they had spreadsheets. Yeah. Oh, the coelacanth? Um, yeah. I, I, I had played an old Animal Crossing, I guess, on the Game Boy Advance. Like before my wife and I got married. And one day she picked up my copy of the game. And she started playing it, and I hadn't played it in months, maybe even a year by that point. And she just she kept cracking up, and I, I, I went to her, I said, what's so funny? She said, I'm finding all these letters you sent to people in your town. And I was like, oh, oh no. shit, what did I say? And she showed me, and the letter she showed me was, I had written a letter to someone in the town, and I wrote, I'm going to murder you in your sleep tonight. <laughs> I was so fucking embarrassed. So wait, these are just NPC towns. Threatening <laughs> <laughs> digital characters. I don't know what they had done. I was in a really bad mood or something. But I was so fucking angry. I was sitting in I love that you went through <laughs> the time to do that. You're like the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> the Unabomber. 
Like, was it you, Animal Crossing? Did you God. ever see that, that famous cartoon online about the guy who bought Animal Crossing for his mom when he was sick? Oh, that was, that's so fucking sad. It's so sad. And uh-huh. uh, he uh, like plays the game, and then she died. And then like a year later, when he was done coping with the grief, he went back and played the game. And she had like, been sending him letters in the game and all this stuff. And he found like, uh-huh. all the stuff she had, presents and stuff she had sent him. And then it's like everyone's like, what a fucking heartbreaking story. And the first comment on the cartoon was... You know, the guy who had written it, you know, this whole thing about this virtual environment, how he interacted with his mom there, and he still missed her. First comment in the cartoon was some guy who written, you know your mom in the game just writes you letters all the time and sends you stuff, right? And she, lay, she, she signs it as mom. And it was like, oh, you're a fucking downer, dude. <laughs> what is that about? So I don't know. Is that the case? Does that really uh, happen? I saw like a lot of them. Every now and then you might see one. So, is this what so you're this, talking this about? Is it. This is That's the one awful. variant <laughs> of it. This is the, the multi-billion dollar industry cover. Of, yeah, what there, is there, that? there's another one I've seen that I know that I think we're both talking about. It looks like style where it's like they're like yeah. like going over the top of each other and all that stuff. Yeah, I just I've always wondered why is that label so goddamn cheap? <laughs> you so know, they probably hired some that to us. like kids for charity that were sick or something. Ryan Malaliu pooping on it. That's, yeah, that's what happened. He just pooped on dying pooping kids. on yeah. dying kids. So thanks, Ryan Malaliu for uh, tweeting us. Do that you find that people who interact with you from the internet they never have a convenient name? Yeah, what, what's up like, with that? Could, they never have a... They never have that last name. Yeah, that, you, could have a, you could have James or something, right? Yeah, your name's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. free. It's always the same when, when we want to shout out someone who made a map for us in Trials Pig or something, and you just don't want to because it's like experience 12 uh, I've, had, I've had a couple of conversations with people in the company, and I'm like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll work with Gavino on that. Like, who? I'm like, Gavino. Like, who's There are some Gavino? people here who still call me by my <laughs> username. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I, uh, maybe a little bit of a tangent, but I went to uh, Amy's Ice Cream over the weekend, and I wanted to order, like, they have, like, that specials board where, like, they mix certain things together, and I was, and the special I wanted was, like, the Billedieu, B-I-L-L-I-E-D-E-A-U-X, and I was like, I want the French one, Billedieu, they're like, oh, that's that guy's last name, he likes that, I was like, all right, I want that guy's ice cream. It's like, I why, why, ice why, ice why ice would you make this difficult? <laughs> What's his first name? Let's do that. Bob. So the amount, the amount of times here that I don't order something that I think looks nice because I don't know how to pronounce it is unbelievable. Like, really? Yeah. Well, because you pronounce stuff differently and I just hate saying it. Like what? Well, you everything's filet all the time. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, like what we, we would call, call a fillet. What we would call a fillet steak. Oh, fillet? You guys call it fillet? <laughs> well, it's spelt fillet. It, it is, but no, it's, no, it's, it's French, spelt with right? two L's for us. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? No, but my, so you won't order it? No, no I'd it's terrible. Like, I want a steak, and if, you know, oh, I'll, well, order, I'll order a pronounceable you steak. Just point. Like, a lot of stuff on Mexican menus looks delicious, but... Oh, this is terrible. Know, this is terrible. You, might, <laughs> you can't let that happen to you. What I want is someone to come with me to be my pronouncer. Pronouncer. Wherever I go. They get enunciate for you. That's a shame because that means like you've missed out on like, all sorts of good stuff. I always try and order last because that way, if someone right before me, oh, there you go. Like, oh, oh, you're you're right. <laughs> Boom! You're right. So, um, I just think way uh, too much about this stuff. I'm actually surprised you got your ice cream. I thought you would have just given up and left the place. It, yeah, give yeah, the, the guy like I, a death I, I note. That. That's right. Yeah, that is weird. Dear Baloo, um, please so fucking die. I'm looking at this. Like I printed out a list of games that came out this week. And I, I didn't notice something until right now. There's an ad here. I printed this off from uh, GameSpot. There's an ad here on the sidebar of this webpage where I printed from for Call of Duty Ghosts on the Xbox One, November 5th. Yeah? 
They don't have a. Re- they didn't announce a release date for the Xbox One. That's really interesting. Yeah, that could be a fuck up. Uh, yeah, I feel like sometimes. I mean, is uh, November uh, that surprising for a, re- a release date for the Xbox One? No, but I mean, right. they actually nailed down the date. We were speculating that it would be the 12th, like 11, 12, 13. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you can't really see it. It's pretty far. But uh, yeah, Call of Duty I feel Ghost like that Xbox happens all the time. One. You go into there and they have dates posted for stuff <coughs> that shouldn't be. So yeah, this There's week seemed like... I mean, 11, y'all, 5 y'all, is a Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. You all um, didn't do Awa this week. No, it will. So, Memorial Day. Well, uh, we have our, our, our <laughs> new releases here. <laughs> Uh, looked like it was kind of slim pickings this week. Uh, <laughs> Grid 2, uh, Fuse, that's about it. Spartacus Legends. Uh, I downloaded something off the, on the console here. I downloaded a, uh, new, oh. a new arcade game that just came out. Yeah, that was on my list. Where the fuck did that go? Why well, didn't that Castle put on Storm, here? Storm, is that right? Yeah. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. I'll play it while you guys are talking. I have, what is the deal with that game? People have been talking about it. What kind of game is it? Uh, it's got a dragon on it, so I think it's some kind oh, of sci-fi game. It's a dragon game. Okay, cool. Um, I, I literally pulled it up to, to watch it. Castle Storm, here we go. Man, I, man I, I was talking about how I need to play Mass Effect 3 Citadel, and I just realized I have to fucking go back and play Blood Dragon 2. Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Oh, Blood Dragon's awesome. Have I still you really played, played it? That. It's so good. Did it's, you play through Far Cry? Uh, I'm playing through Far Cry now. So you played Blood Dragon first. And then it got me to play Far Cry. How yeah. far are you with Far Cry 3? Uh, I'm, I've, I've killed half the outposts. Okay. I'm 39 miles into it. That's my current treadmill game is Far Cry 3. Because you can stealth in it a lot. This, oh, game, yeah, looks, this game looks cool. Castle Storm. Can you, Brandon, can you pull this up by any chance? Yeah, I think it switched to it. Oh, there we go. All right. So you should sit here while I watch me play a game. Um, hey, there's a couple of things, though. <coughs> this is relevant to you. Did you hear the big news about Blizzard this week? What? So uh, this is from Polygon. Blizzard reportedly resets development of Titan. It's next what? generation MMO update. Blizzard is going back to the drawing board for its next generation massively multiplayer online game, codenamed Titan. According to a report from VentureBeat that says development on the game has been, quote, reset. Wow, so they just started again with new people. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what reset means. Like, do they start from scratch? Or? Uh, according to the report, Blizzard has whittled down the 100-person Titan development team to just 30 staffers. That's reassigning the rest to other projects. VentureBeat says that the core team has hit the reset button on the next-gen MMO, which is now expected no earlier than 2016. That must wow. be such a big decision to have to make. Just be like, this isn't working. Do you know what game they, they did that with? I know. What's no. that? Halo 2. Halo 2, they completely scrapped it 18 months before launch, and they started over again. Wow. That's unbelievable. I think, yeah, they made that whole game in 18 months. I think That's the original Halo was a similar story. Well, I think the original Halo... Well, because they were developing for Mac the whole time. Yeah, they, I mean, it was just a different game. They developed, I think, the original Halo in 12 months. Wow. And they did Halo 2 in 18. What a fantastic game for 12 months' work. Jeez, <laughs> that's yeah, unbelievable. That's, um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Polygon <laughs> has contacted Blizzard seeking comment on the status of its next-gen MMO. Blizzard has announced a handful of projects already in development, including the free-to-play online collectible <coughs> card game Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft, ports of Diablo 3 for PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, Blizzard All-Stars, and another expansion for StarCraft 2 titled Legacy of the Void. How was, this, how was the latest StarCraft? Uh, I expansion? played through... About three-fourths of Heart of the Swarm, and then I got sidetracked by other games. It's funny. When, when, yeah, when, I, when was that? God, that came out in February, I think. Sheesh. Yeah, and I just haven't gone back to it. I, I'm sitting there with a game that's like nearly done that I love, and it's just I have. It, I, it's I got funny, like away. it hits certain cycles in the year where it's just sort of like, especially like November, where uh-huh. it's just like they're all they all start coming out, and you don't get caught up again until like mm-hmm. July. I, I've been going back and like getting some of my games that are close to being 100%ed and just 100%ing them. I'm doing Flock right now, in a, <laughs> like a, yeah, in a Let's Play series with Ashley. And uh, the other thing that I've been working on is Left 4 Dead 2. I have two achievements to get in that. 
I gotta get the two achievements associated with the sacrifice DLC. Okay. Which, by the way, Blizzard's smart. They don't call their stuff DLC. It's all expansions and not yeah. DLC. I can't think of any DLC that Blizzard makes. They still stick um, with the expansion. And it seems legitimate when you call it an expansion. Yeah. But anyway, uh, um, not that Valve makes bad DLC. I mean, a lot of times they're trying to make it free if they can. Um, but the, uh, yeah, those last two achievements, I have to kill someone who's trying to sacrifice themselves. Spoiler at the end of that. And then I have to have all three generators running at once, which... Is that hard to do? You would think That's that right. by now the people that are left playing Left 4 Dead 2 would be pros. Nope. It's always no, yeah. Oh, when you hit that peak and it's like sort of past its peak, now it's much harder. Now you're playing with a used game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I seem to play. Here's what happens to me all the time. I play against a team of pros, and somehow my team is all their guest accounts, like all their parentheses uh. one accounts. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know how that would possibly work. It's uh, like how the fuck am I on the three guests? That's not good. Uh, you know, that's not a good sign. We did those uh, podcast let's plays with Left 4 Dead 2. I went, I was like, I want to be smart about it. I'm going to go down to GameStop and buy some used copies. Mm-mm. Used copies were 40 bucks. I'm surprised they even had them. Yeah, the guy was like, whoa, I can't believe we, we had these. I was like, yeah, that's crazy. He was like, all right, 160 bucks. I was like, what? what? He goes, yeah, zombies are hot right now. <laughs> zombies are hot. You know what would be great to do for that is buy the used copy of Left 4 Dead 2. Don't move your feet and go, I'd like to trade this in. And see how much you can get for it immediately. Like, I mean, I literally haven't left <laughs> the counter. How much is this worth? Five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's I exactly zombies were hot. <laughs> well, yeah, but we're oversaturated. It's, <laughs> it's all a negotiation. That other game I bought that we, we did Let's Play with that we haven't released yet, that one was 13 bucks. The, the one we bought before. <clears throat> the, the other one we did Let's Play, the one that you were on. We have bought Left 4 Dead 2 so many times that we... What Left 4 Dead was I on? No, the other one you did. The other game. I haven't announced it yet. Oh, the other game. And we're not laughing. Yeah. Sorry, you lost me. I get yeah. what you're saying now. My, uh, the... Uh, the Left 4 Dead is a uh, digital on demand though. You should just download yeah. It. And then when I came to fucking uh, put it on the on the Xbox, as I saw that it was on the store Wait, for like twenty bucks. No, probably, probably not that cheap. It would be twenty nine though at this point. That's what, a my, great game. My favorite thing about your flock let's play that you did is that whenever Ashley screws up, you just cut. Like you cut all the mad out. But like if you were to yell at her, it's cut. Really? No. Yeah. There's no yelling. <laughs> okay. There's no yelling. That's uh, that that's later episodes. You would like you would get all the way down and she would smush a cow or something and you'd be like. And then it would cut to your next try. I'm like, well, something happened in there. Oh. Well, don't worry. There'll be plenty of that in later episodes. I look forward to it. We, oh, my God. We, uh, We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. During our Left 4 Dead 2 Let's Plays, we did one with Brandon that we lost uh, video and audio for, which is a shame. So people were kind of confused. They, they didn't understand why in these two that we've released, we kind of start in the middle of the accent. It's because all of the setup was in the initial one with Brandon. That was supposed right, to be part yeah, yeah. one. That was and a lot of intro. We were just swapping people out as we were playing. So now the number parts two and three. I don't know if I philosophically agree with intros anyway. They just throw everyone off. Well, I feel like the, the first one we released uh, was good because it was you like getting that shot on that hunter. Like that just happened to be like you shot the hunter out of the air <laughs> and Kara started asking which one she was. Oh, yeah, that worked out. Yeah. You're just like, that, I, what I just did was amazing. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, we got to keep that in there. It's like, I don't want to nice. cut to like a lobby or a loading screen just to yeah. do the setup. It's like, okay, we hit record. All right, we may as well just start from here. Lobbies are fun, though. Lobbies are fun. Lobbies are fun. Like, I think most of the ones we're doing now, like when Flock, is we just sit on that stupid loading screen. Uh, you know, and I feel bad. Like, we, we, you and I talked about it. Gus and I learned a very valuable lesson early on is that at Rooster Teeth, we've always had a culture. We haven't really talked about it too openly, um, but our philosophy is we only talk about the stuff we like and the stuff we have fun with because we think that's just better, more entertaining experience. And we also learned early on when we were doing game reviews, we had we didn't you and I didn't write it. There's right. another writer that worked with us that wrote a very 
negative review of a game called Bloodwake. And, like, he was being silly, you know, and, like, trying to be over-the-top negative about the game and trying to make his article entertaining that way. And we got contacted by the developers of Bloodwake. And they said, you know, could you make the review a little bit more, like, tell us what's wrong with the game? You know, we had about 100 people, 150 people work on this game. And we were like, oh, shit, we felt terrible about yeah. that. So it's like, even like a game with Flock that is super frustrating to play, I even say in the first Let's Play with it, I say, I can't say it's a bad game, because if it's a bad game, I wouldn't be playing it anymore. I'd be, well, I'd yeah, sometimes that's the point ago. of the game, is to be frustrating. It's supposed to be hard, right? Yeah. I mean, shit, I would never go back and play some of those Nintendo games, those platformers, where you have to, like, make a pixel-perfect yeah. jump. And I would never, in a million years, pick up Super Meat Boy. That looks awful, but yeah. I'm not, I would never say it's a bad game. I just, like, I know I'm going to push my controller through the front of my face at some point. <laughs> That's one of the best things about Rage Quit is that I can experience those games without having to be annoyed That's by exactly them. Just watch right. someone else get even more annoyed by them. My favorite parts of Rage Quit are when you get that glimmer of hope that he's going to be good at something and it's just like taken away from That's what's so good about his crackdown video. <laughs> I know, he almost gets yeah, out of work. Yeah. And he's just like, it's so genuine, like, like, earnest, I'm going for this. The, the yelling and like screaming is really funny, but I also like the size. Yeah. It's just like, he's trying to get, it's just like... <sighs> This is my life. <laughs> this would have become. But we. So I forget where I was going with that. Oh, but the 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 developer of uh, Flock contacted me. The dude oh, awesome. who made the game. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's like, he was just like, hey, we should, we should come on the podcast and get grilled over Flock. And I'm like, oh man, I feel bad now. But it's like, you know, he's just happy. It's a good game. The game. It's a good game and like a great title. Five years old. Yeah. Flock. And a great Flock, title. Yeah. So it's been fun. That game is like aggravatingly fun. So you know we're talking about Rage Quit. Isn't there uh, a new Achievement Hunter thing? Full play. Full play. It's uh, Michael playing all the way through a game. Because on the Let's Plays we move around <coughs> so often from yeah. different games, and he's just going to play a game so- solo from beginning to end. It'd be funny if he releases a video where there's just no, no dialogue. <laughs> it's just totally quiet. Or, or if it's just real time. Like, I stopped for eight hours to sleep, so uh, yeah, yeah pause the game and you just like leave it on the pause screen. If there's anyone who can talk to themselves for an hour, it's Michael. He, he has no dead air whatsoever. Well, the thing is, though, it's like, I guess if, if it could be part of it where the game is bad and you just don't finish it or something, but there's a lot of games that I just... Never quite finished. If I'm making it for a video, I guess I would feel the need to. And he is playing Resident Evil for the first one, mm-hmm. Res- right? Resident Evil yeah. Revelations, which is a franchise that he loves. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine he wouldn't finish it. But he could get to a game that he wouldn't finish, I guess. Yeah. What was the last game you didn't finish? Heart of the Swarm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, actually, Nino Kuni. Tomb Raider. Fuck that game. You didn't finish Tomb Raider? No, I wanted to. I just another game came out that I bought. I, I, yeah. And then I went back to Skyrim for some reason. I think oh, there's a Skyrim was on my list well, too. So what? This was so Legendary ask. Edition comes out. Is that different? Forth. That's the same game, though. Yeah, I think it just has all the. It, DLC. What is the next Elder Scrolls? Is is it the online Elder Scrolls one? Online, and yeah. that's yeah. that's like Elder Scrolls Six. They have, they announced that Bethesda announced they're no longer going to be developing DLC for Skyrim to concentrate on the next game. And what, what? They didn't say they didn't say Elder Scrolls Online though. They just said the next game. At what point? What you you haven't played a game? Everyone else has played a game. Uh, enough time has passed where now you're too late. Is it to the point where the game announces that it's not going to release any new DLC? That's where it's like, that's where the I'm game's just not going to get right? Like, I started, like, I started the first, like, 12 minutes of the game. Like, 12 minutes well, of the game, blah, blah, blah. Something came up. Yeah. Never that's the time to do it. I mean, I mean that, that's why they do this, I'm sure. This Legendary Edition has but, all the DLC. It's like, although they I, made a retail release for you, for people like you. I want to play it. I hear nothing but good things about the game. Skyrim. Yes. I hear nothing but good things about it. I want to play it, Joel. but I just don't know if I can budget Joel. the time. I just you, finished it. It took me about also, eight months. It's also eight months. It's also a thing where it's like you're, it's a single-player deal, right? Yeah. Where it's like, I don't know if I want to be a single-player deal. I have a uh, 500 gaming score. I'm aiming for the whole thing. 
Uh-huh. I think I've played for 112 hours at this point. It took me 180 to finish it. About 180. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a I lot walked of time. 140 miles. It didn't take me that long to finish. I mean, I didn't do all of the ancillary side quests. I think I powered through it in 50 hours. That's the other you thing. Could, oh, really? That's the other thing is if you play if you play a game and like you kind of go through the beginning part where it sort of teaches you all the controls or whatever and then you get you know on something else and you come back to it and it's like well yeah. the game I don't remember any of the and controls and the ho- the and biggest like, part of that game is your inventory and what you've right. got and the stuff it's you've all got and the stuff you throw right? away and then as soon as you come back in after months you're like ah which is the good also, stuff that I've got like, yeah. I feel like the tutorial in that game was a little lacking like they didn't teach you about the D pad stuff yeah I didn't like, know that's, that's, that. that's like, a complaint I had about yeah like you could quick like add quick. I, I knew about that. Call. Like, you can put like a specific spell or item on left and right yeah, of the D-pad. I knew about that. That's but they didn't do a good job of conveying that. I, I found I, it by accident in the menu system. That's the thing. Yeah, like, I think a lot of games fail at that because it's sort of like you have one shot, you know, and you're busy thinking about other things. It's just sort of like, I feel like a lot of games, I just sort of, I don't know. I played Fallout 3. Yeah, you Fallout 3. When you're in the vault and they have you shoot the cockroach yeah. with the, in vats and like you and you zoom in and you do vats. You're like, yeah. what is this? You click yeah. it and it shoots it. You go, ah, I'm not going to use that. That's lame. <laughs> and I played I played for like three hours with no vats. And I was like, I did, I, did the same, I did the same thing. Yeah. And at some point I was like, I, I have to go back and learn this. You know, yeah. uh, Finch Lynch tweeted that. I guess he restarted Fallout 3. And that really made me want to replay it. I, re- I really want to start a new Fallout 3. People love I never game. finished that either. Finch has played that game like six times. Yeah, I think I think have you played Fallout 3? I, I've finished all but one DLC. Oh, okay. You didn't finish the Mothership Zeta? I didn't Zeta? finish the Mothership one. Yeah. I had some weird issue where I, I'd installed the DLC to a memory stick that I pulled out. And uh, <laughs> where I was stood in the game was in the DLC. And it just like, everything went weird and then I was signed out. And then I think my thing got corrupt. Uh, yeah, I just ruined it for myself. I do hope we, we. I gotta do kind of a quick wrap up here on some stuff because we have seven minutes left. But I do hope the Xbox One has a feature where you can say sync with all my DLC. Yeah, just get everything I'm gonna need to play this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah when we set up for our Let's Play with all the Left 4 Dead 2 uh, consoles, I mean, it was an ordeal. I had to set up a line of them, like DLC, deal, like updates, 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 DLC, just to make sure we could all play together. And if you use your save, and if like I had played a little bit of the Citadel, would you need the Citadel on there too? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's rough, yeah. yeah. So if one person has the thing and then your friends don't, you have to go to like the download deal. And Did you know this? <laughs> the thing and then there's a download <laughs> This is weird, I right? can't even talk about it. It's I know, too, it's, it's got you vexed. If you have the downloadable content for GTA 4, so you've downloaded Lost and Damned and Gay Tony, if you play Lost and Damned online, you can't play with someone who's playing the Liberty City, the episodes from Liberty City version on That's the disc. That's what I'm saying, yeah. You, you, can't, you have to play with someone who's playing the DLC yeah. version, yeah. but they're not compatible. Yeah. So the disc version of Lost and Damned doesn't work with the wow. downloaded version. Really? But what, for, gay, for Gay Tony, it does. <laughs> Makes no oh, sense. Weird. That is another thing to consider with the next generation of uh, profiles coming out. It's probably not too important to you guys. You're not crazy about achievements. But like, what's a game that'll be on both the 360 and the Xbox One? GTA 5, maybe? They said uh, maybe? No, GTA 5's not 360. GTA not going to be on 360? Yeah, no. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking Xbox One. And let's say, let's just say, for sake of argument, Wait a minute. <laughs> that GTA 5 will be on both the 360 and the 1. Okay, let's just say for the okay, sake of this for argument. Sake of argument. Is that yeah, true? Just a title. I want to know now. No, How about know. Call of Duty Ghost? <laughs> Call of Duty Ghost. Call of Duty Ghost no, will probably be on both. Talk about so this. So if I was a Call of Duty player, and then I decided to play it on the 360 or played it on the, uh, the Xbox One, there's also going to be a different set of achievements for both. Like but they said that improving really? the achievement system... So maybe that'll be it'll be are, a universal. Are you sure it's not? Set. Isn't Xbox Live the platform? And no. Is it, Halo Two has Halo Two has. Wait, <sighs> there's, there's, there's wait. no Halo Two achievements on 360. This is a huge deal. But no, no. That on GTA Four there's achievements, and on GTA Four PC there's a different. Yes. Uh, it's the same achievements, but uh, two different games. Two different but games. that's PC versus console. I would think on the console it would be unified. 
Well, this is the first time we've had achievements crossing over a generation. This is the first time we've seen that. I would think, is it, Call is of, like for Call of Duty, yeah. I would think the achievements are universal. Achievements. Whether or not you get it on Xbox really, One yeah. or 360. Yeah, yeah this should, it should be the same Brilliant. way as yeah. both games. And then well, if you unlock it on one, you get it. I mean, it's, it's, on, it's so, tied so to we, Xbox we don't, Live. We don't have any true confirmation as to how no. achievements are going to work on the next... That's a big question. They, they, they better be smart about I'm it. I'm sure we'll have Otherwise, some more information at E3. Ray's going to be sad. They have to be smart about it. If there was a... If it just became two lists, like it is for PC and Xbox now, I think Ray would love that. He would just play both and then get double the achievements. Yeah, you get like 2,000 points the score. for... Uh... They, they can't do that, I don't think. Yeah, and Ashley said, yeah, you can, you can do... She's working at Xbox. You can dupe achievements via 360 and games for Windows. You can duplicate achievements <clears throat> on stuff. All right, quick, you want to do a quick little roundtable of uh, other stuff that's come up? Sure. Do you guys uh, have any visibility on this Peter Molyneux thing that went down this last week with the Curiosity Cube? What? Okay, so he introduced this thing, which was a cube, and people were... Like chipping away at it on, a, on a mobile app where you ch- everybody was chipping away to whittle this thing down. It was going to reveal what? something in you it. You tap? Basically, you have a square and you tap. It's almost like folding at home. Okay. I looked at it very briefly. I'm not crowdsourcing a cube. Yeah, a, a promotional event. So is everyone tapping the same cube? No, they were all like, imagine like a big cube and they're all like working on a little section of it, chipping it away. Then you get a new section, you chip away that section. So it's like this thing is just getting whittled away by people all okay. over the world. Like a marble block, and they get to the bottom of it. And if I'm explaining this right, somebody correct me, or explaining it incorrectly, somebody correct me. Um, and they, some dude in Scotland was the guy who got through to the middle, and it was it was for his new game called Goddess, G-O-D-U-S. Apparently, it's some kind of god game. And this dude in Scotland is now going to be the god of the overall game. Wow! Whoa! That's so cool. And he gets a portion of the sales what? money of what? all the sales of the game worldwide. <laughs> What? The price for reaching the end of 22K's curiosity experiment is only temporary, developer Peter Molyneux told Rock Paper Shotgun. Last week, it was revealed the winner of the cube-clicking game would reign over Molyneux's upcoming title, Goddus, as the game's titular god. However, the developer explained that the god role will be handed off to someone else later down the line. So that's a, what, is that going to be a full-time job? Like, you have to quit your job to play god for a while in this game and then Well, because on. a portion of the, the proceeds... Yeah, you know, for all the games sold, because you can't have it's a, probably in his best interest. You don't want your god to slack off, right? You yeah, want him to be there the whole time, smiting but people. You probably people don't want, There's no one there. I you am, probably uh, don't want a Scottish god. Then <laughs> they kind of fucked up. <laughs> I mean, the guy's from Scotland. What is the chance he already has a job? So was that's it, the guy right there. Right, currently. Was it a random chance, or was it someone? Did he like, it, click the most? I wish I knew more about this. I don't know that much about it. I might have been like he. He after they broke through, he was the guy who did the most amount of chipping. I'm hooked. I'm curious. They got That's me. interesting. You I think I, he was sleep clicking? I care less about the game. I care more about all that thing that he just did. Right. Well, uh, another I, news article. They announced a pricing model for DayZ, the standalone version. Hey. Um, this is from Polygon as well. You have to murder your friend in order to... Uh, yeah, so there's apparently 100 people in the alpha right now, and then they're going to... People pay X amount of dollars, and they get early, cheap access to it. Then once its beta price goes up, say, maybe $10 from there. Once it goes retail, the price goes up $10, Paul said. DayZ was previously expected to launch in 2012 and was then slated for launch before April. No news on when the current release date is. Yeah, the, I, I think I had read that uh, they... I, I didn't know that people were in the alpha already. I had read that they were going to expand the alpha in June, which is you know, just a couple of weeks away at this point. Uh, but yeah, they also read that they wanted to follow the, uh, the Minecraft model, like you described. Yeah, they're saying the alpha mode will be released earlier than June. Hmm. But, and the yeah. alpha release will be revisited that month once the server client architecture is completed. And the situation is reviewed. Hall also discussed that Daisy's pricing model will work in increasing increments as each stage of the game's development is rolled out. He climbed Mount Everest. He did climb Mount Everest. That's in this article. What's up with that? He took time off and went and climbed Everest. You know, normally, if a guy's got something in development, you're like, 
stay at your fucking job. Be happy, Everest. <laughs> I, think he, I think he tweeted that. Oh, did he? <laughs> before he went, before he left. What did he say? Did BRB you? Everest. That's nice. fucking crazy. He went to the top of Everest. Yeah. Is it a point? Is it like... At, there's a summit. Yeah. I mean, you you would no, jump. It's, it's not a point. Is that a point? No. Is that like flag? Well, there's like a flat area and then maybe there's like... You would get to the top and jump, right? Just to be slightly higher than everyone I, else. <laughs> You, you take a ladder with you the whole Think how much it would be worth it. And it would probably it would probably survive up there to all that way in a backpack carry a penguin and put a fucking penguin <laughs> at the top of Mount Everest. That would freak people out forever if they got to the top of Mount Everest and they run into a goddamn penguin. I don't know. Isn't that survive up there? It's not going to survive. It's going to have no oxygen. No, yeah. No, people they, would they keep that going. And they would bring it. It would be like, why is this dead penguin? Penguin in a tiny <laughs> gas mask. Penguin skeleton. There's some documentaries no, about what does oh, right. what does this penguin skeleton look like? Just a bird, I guess. There's, there's a, a, there, there, bird in our parking there's, lot. There's, they climbed Sorry. Everest. There are some uh, documentaries about actually climbing Everest that are the most fascinating, amazing People things ever. That I, I almost yeah. I, it's a whole different well, subject. But God, uh, <laughs> we're, we're we're at our time. Hey, well, do we achievement for that? Two more two more news items, then, if I may. Uh, Microsoft announced it has one billion dollars to invest in exclusive <clears throat> Xbox One titles. That's what they've committed to invest. Microsoft, I have a great idea for an Xbox One title. It'll only take $500 million. It's called Pengo 2013. It's called, it's called God Gus. You have to climb to, <laughs> you have to, climb to the top of Mount Everest with a penguin. Uh, and then the last news item is, I don't know if anybody's interested in the MMO Marvel Heroes, uh, but they have suddenly delayed the launch of the game because they found serious issues in the game. Early oh. access to Marvel Heroes... Gazillions free-to-play action role-playing game has been delayed by quote serious issues discovered with the game, by according to CEO Magneto. David Brevik. Yeah. Last week, we found some serious issues that we felt we could not launch the game with. Yeah, they were getting close. Hmm. I'm, I'm totally I heard it was, I heard it was a dead thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That. Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in uh, to our second episode, the first of the patch, and uh, we'll be back next week, uh, same time, 4 p.m. Wednesday. Bye. <laughs>